Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about our identity. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we just thank you and praise you that you're so in love with us, that you want to heal us, you want to show us truth, you want to give us revelation knowledge, and we just want to receive that from you today. We thank you and praise you that you said when we gather that you are in the midst of us, and so we just acknowledge you. We thank you and receive from you in Jesus' name. Amen. So God is talking to me first. I'm just going to read to you. John 10, 10, the thief comes only in order to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Have it in, in abundance to the full till it overflows. Jesus said in Mark 4, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. And that's what he wants to take, the word from you. Without the word, we're really nothing. Without the word, we're just lost and really afraid with no confidence no security, just hoping and wishing that we got it all right. And so the enemy wants to do that. He wants to take the word from you. He wants to take God from you. He wants to beat you up. He is just evil, and he wants to do evil in your life. And, you know, God is talking to me today about our identity, how he wants to steal who we are in Christ. You know, God sees us. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he made us so very beautiful. I mean, look around at the beautiful people around us. People are just amazingly beautiful. God is so amazing. The animals are gorgeous. Everything he created is gorgeous. And Satan is just trying to just distort that. And God's most precious, his people. That is who he wants to mess with us. He just hates us. And he wants to kill, Jesus said, steal and destroy in our lives. And today God wants you to have a, a glimpse of what he's doing. And I've seen this because I went through it and because God gave me revelation, knowledge of the things that I went through and, and why. And just to say a little bit of it, you know, he is constantly telling you, you can't. He is constantly telling you you're ugly. He's telling you that you're no good, that you can't do this thing, that God doesn't think that much of you, that you're imagining this, that God isn't real, all kinds of lies. And, you know, he really works hard to get people to even kill themselves. And I got to tell you, the things that he uses that people just are so ignorant of, like um, alcohol, drugs, food. You know, people don't think there's anything wrong with food. But Satan gets us, and we can see that, to abuse food, to eat too much, to eat the wrong kind, because he wants to kill you. He wants it to be your God. Alcohol, any addiction that you have, um, I'm just mentioning a few, and I think there are three kind of major ones, but any addiction you have, it's because You've gone to it instead of God. When you heard the enemy lie to you, and so many people think that it's just them talking to them, but he lies to you and he gets you to hate on yourself. That's why Corinthians says to take captive every thought and make it line up with the word of God because he's in your thought life. He comes in your thought life and he lies to you and he tries to tell you things over and over again so that you believe them. 
If you practice hearing him over and over again, you're going to believe him. And that's why Romans 12, too, says to change your mind, to change your thinking. Don't conform to the world, but be transformed by the entire renewal of your mind. And when we do that, um, I guess I'm going the wrong way. When we do that, then we're going to recognize him when he comes. Romans 12, too, I want to read that to you. Romans 12, do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to um, its external, superficial customs. But be changed, be transformed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas and its new attitudes, so that you may, so that its new attitudes, so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and and um, acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. And so you change your mind so you can see the truth. And when you see the truth, that's when you can resist him. So you conform to the word. You know, a lot, lots of times people get born again and they're not instructed. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word is God. He is His Word. So you got to get to know the Word of God. You have to spend time and develop that relationship with Him. And then um, He's going to speak to you. He's going to sound like His Word, and He's going to teach you. And what He wants you to do instead of go to the food and the alcohol and the food or whatever you go to, you need to go to Him. You know, that stuff doesn't have compassion for you. And it's never going to meet your need. And it's never going to make you feel better. If you go to food, and I know this from experience, if you go to food, it's never going to meet your need and you're going to eat it over and over and over and over again. And it's never going to do you any good. It's going to make you feel worse about yourself because your health is going to deteriorate. You're going to get bigger and bigger. And the bigger you are, the harder it is to carry yourself around and the worse you feel about yourself. And it's just a vicious cycle. And that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to steal your real identity. But if you get before God and get on the floor and put on some worship music and just let him show you how he sees you and then ask him to help you to get there, just believe him, then he's going to do that. When you sit with him and you start seeing yourself the way he sees you and you see what he sees, when you don't see that person anymore, that um, the enemy is trying to get you to believe that you are. He's trying to steal your identity. It, he, he's trying to make you think you're somebody you're not. And um, he is such a liar. He is so evil. And God today wants you to know the truth. The alcohol isn't going to do you any good. It's just going to, it's a temporary fix. And then you're going to want more the next time you feel bad. Same with food or drugs. You're, it, it's just a temporary Okay, and the enemy is constantly right there trying to get you to, harassing you to get you to use that because he knows the more you do that, the more of a habit it is. And then even that it's a God before God. You're going to the stuff that can't even do you any good. God only has compassion for you and he wants to set you free. And he wants you to know who you are in him. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are made in his image and you are beautiful and he has called you to do something beautiful. 
He has plans for you, Jeremiah 29, 11. And it's for your good. It's not to be caught in a prison of, you know, having to have certain food to feel better or having to have um, alcohol to feel better or whatever it is. Maybe it's shopping, whatever it is, to feel better about who um, the, you're letting the enemy tell you you are or, you know, that you messed up and you sinned and um, that God isn't going to forgive you or you made this huge mistake and you can't. He is just constantly trying to steal God from us. And so God wants you to know that today. He wants you to know that you can go to him and you can get fixed up. He's going to clean you up. He's going to love you. He's going to care for you. And when you go to him, you're going to have his compassion and he's going to help you to meet that need, that emotional need. I remember when I used to, every time I came home from being with certain people, I'd go, we'd have this chip cabinet and I would go straight to that cabinet and I would just eat because it made me feel better, made me tired, made me relax. But it never helped. And then, <clears throat> and I was asking God to help me to lose weight. And you can't lose weight that way. But anyway, I didn't realize it, it was my God. I was using food as my God. And um, even when I was believing for my son to be healed, I'd come home and I didn't get a miracle. And so I said, I quit. I give up and I would take ice cream to bed. You know, we do things like that without realizing what we're doing, and God wants us to have understanding. He wants us to know that that food, that ice cream, those chips aren't going to do you any good. It's just you're in a trap. You're in a prison, and he wants to get you out. He wants to unchain you. And when you sit before him this morning, I, I just want to tell you what he said. He said, come sit with me. I got up and I got busy about picking things up around the house. And he said, come sit with me. That's so amazing to do that. You can just, instead of eating that or taking those drugs or drinking that alcohol or going to the store or whatever it is that you do, then just go sit with him and get that peace. Just lay it at his feet. Let him take care of you and keep doing it. I mean, you know, you can do it a couple times a day. I remember when my sister got saved and she was so different before she got saved and she couldn't wait to come home and sit with him. And in fact, she couldn't wait to get the heck out of here and be with him. She was so in love with him. And so um, anyway, just, just go sit with him. Let him heal you. Stop listening to the enemy. Realize God isn't going to say anything to you to tear you down. He might teach you his way, but he's not going to say anything to tear you down. He's in love with you. And so today, um, if you're in that place, I would just love to pray with you. If you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you and be your God, your healer, your counselor, your standby, he wants to do that. Revelation said he's already knocking at the door of your heart. He can fix everything up for you. He's so in love with you. He wants to do that. And so if you want to ask him, I just want to pray with you. And I also want to pray with those of you who are turning to other things, having a God before God, and so that you can know that you can turn to him and he can actually change your life. He can make it so that you can do your assignment, what you were called to do without food or whatever it is getting in your way, whatever it is. You know, it, there's so many things, and I just mentioned a few, as I said. So let's pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you 
that you're all we need. We don't need anything but you. You're our everything. You are rivers of living water that would meet every need that we have. And we just come to you and we just thank you that you would help us to lay that other stuff down. Stop listening to that voice. Take captive every thought and make it obedient to faith. Make it obedient to you. And so we just refuse right now. We refuse to go to any inanimate object and we just come to you. Just come to you for your compassion, your kindness, your peace, your joy. And we're just coming to you to get cleaned up, to get fixed, to be loved, to feel better. We're coming to you, Jesus. We're coming to you. And we thank you and praise you for taking care of us and making it all better for healing us. We love you so much. Just lay it all down at your feet right now. And we thank you for helping us to get rid of all the side effects of the things that we've been doing to ourselves. Help us to stop hurting ourselves. Help us to stop listening to the enemy tell us to hurt ourselves with all these things. And we thank you, Lord, for that person that doesn't know you, that you would just come and make yourself real to that person right now. We're just asking you, you said that you're knocking at the door of our heart to come in and to be with us and teach us, grow us up, teach us your way and set us free from the lies of the enemy. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. And so if you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, the next thing you want to do is look at the Word. He is His Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. And when you get to know the Word, you're getting to know God. And um, He's going to show Himself to you. When you apply the Word to your life, He's going to show Himself to you. And that's how you resist the enemy. Submit to God, resist the enemy, and he's going to go. If, you know, even if you've been a Christian for a while and he has just trapped you, you know, Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, he's going to come. If you don't get this, you're not going to get anything. And so you're supposed to be his boss. You're an authority over him. And so you just say, I bind you in Jesus' name, and I am not going to use, I'll use food for example. I'm not going to use food anymore to feel better. I'm going to go to Jesus and he's going to heal me and take care of me. I'm going to see myself how he sees me. I'm not going to give you power in my life anymore. James says that when you submit to God and resist the enemy, he'll flee. So he's going to flee at that. When you go to God for your needs, he is your source. He's everything you need. When you go to him, the enemy is going to take off and, you know, he's going to try to come back. He's going to try to get you to resist God, but you don't do that. You know that God is your answer. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he's going to be there for you all the time. He's never going to change his mind. He's never going to do bad to you. He's only going to do good. So don't let the enemy lie to you. He is out to kill, steal, and destroy. He's out to pull that rug out from under you if you let him. But um, Jesus gave us power over him. All um, power and authority has been given unto me, and now I'm giving it to you. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So you got it. You got him, and you're set free, and those chains are going to fall off when you keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't let the enemy lie to you, but look at the word. Believe the word, and um, you got this. God's going to grow you up, and 
no longer going to turn to food or alcohol or whatever it is you turn to, you can turn to Jesus and you're going to get it fixed right away. You're going to have his compassion. You're not going to be hurting yourself anymore. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.